Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. This is the Let's Do Sports Top 5 Roundup with your host, J.J. Rivera. This whole week has tested me. (laughs) This whole week has tested me as a sports fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to get right into it. The reason why this week has tested me is because the Texas Rangers have won their first World Series title in franchise history. Oh my God. That is like so disgusting to hear. Like I, I absolutely hate that that's a fact now. Like people will be like, oh, you know, the Rangers, you know, they wanted this. And what, am I just going to deny it? You know what I mean? So they have won their first World Series title. They beat the Diamondbacks. I knew as soon as the Diamondbacks went through that it was going to be a five to six game series with the Rangers going over for the win. But I just, I just, I just, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. I knew, I knew when the Rangers won game, what was it? Game four to put um, the Diamondbacks in a three, one hole. They weren't going to win the series. So yeah, game five, I think was a, a slow terrible terribly slow game it wasn't until i think about the eighth or ninth inning where the rangers just kept making plays down the pipe they didn't make a different play they just went down the pipe every time and the same error every time committed by the diamondbacks players so it is what it is um they're the texas team so i will give them props for that but as for me liking that they won i hate it i absolutely hate it i'm an astros fan but at the very least i can say that we still have more rings astros still have two rings over the rangers one and we're still a contender we're still out there we have a lot of young players that are still going to develop into great players so this isn't um a change of the reins for texas sports but i'm happy that another team in texas sports uh, one, because I think this state in general has kind of been put into the back mirror. People forget that we're great at football. Yes, the Cowboys are made every year. I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I'm a Texas fan. But yes, um, the Cowboys are made every year. Texans are made every year. But at least we have baseball. At the very least, we have baseball. And hey, the Dynamos are doing pretty well in the MLS. But for our next story... We get to an interesting one that calls for a lot of debate, but it's that Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is set to host the 2034 World Cup. Um, obviously, we just had a World Cup in Qatar. And or Qatar, I think it's Qatar. I'm pretty sure the proper pronunciation is Qatar. But yeah, obviously, let's get that a little lower. Yeah, obviously that happened. That you know just recently happened, and so now Saudi Arabia, now Saudi Arabia is going to host in you know about 11 years, but that's only what two, three World Cups away. So yeah, it's interesting to see. I knew it was going to happen because it's it, it happens for the same reasons and politics that Qatar got their world cup in the first place if you get what i mean um i'm not gonna have an opinion on 
some of the human rights things that happen because we all know it's their crimes they are crimes whether people want to admit it or not but this isn't to get into the politics it's more along the lines of like i feel i feel that this is going to be another issue for the because because the issue is since covid these players have been playing non-stop it you know people say um certain you know we don't like this because there's an off season. We don't like that because there's an off season. It feels like s- soccer, football, never has an off season. Like these guys have been playing nonstop since the pandemic, and obviously this is like ten, eleven years away. But one of the other factors that happened last season, why certain teams, especially in the Prem and in other leagues in Europe, uh, had terrible second half collapses to their season was because of the world cup that happened in november december time um so think of, i don't believe saudi arabia is too far off like the temperature that is in saudi arabia is too far off from temperature in Qatar. so i would just believe that we're, we're gonna have similar issues with that and scheduling is probably gonna have us see another november december world cup unless they can just make all indoor stadiums which i don't believe is going to happen because cutter had all this time to make indoor stadiums and then they made uh stadiums out of shipping containers so i don't believe that's going to happen but what i will say is i don't mind that it's a you know different setting but i also believe that countries in like like Central American countries, even even certain European countries are giving are getting shafted a little bit from you know these Saudi Arabian type deals where you know I think it's called Riyadh season or something like that where it's just like these these deals are are there to just they're there to make fun money they're not there to forward the sport. A World Cup in Saudi Arabia does not forward the sport of football. It forwards more money into FIFA. That's what that is. But at that point, who really cares? Um, our third story is Lionel Messi wins his eighth Ballon d'Or award. Um, I'll be honest. In my opinion, he doesn't deserve it. Um, I think I truly believe the winner of the Ballon d'Or should have been Erling Haaland. I think he did everything you needed to do. Everything he needed to do. He won Europe. He won, uh, he won Europe. He won the Prem. Leading scorer in the Prem. And he still didn't get the nod. I knew, um, I knew Messi was always going to win this. I'll be honest. I I knew for a fact Messi was always going to win this award because he had, if we go back, I think it was the year after the pandemic, 2021, because 2020 they did not. They stole the Ballon d'Or from Robert Lewandowski. And they just said, no, because it's not fair. Seasons didn't finish. Some players didn't finish their season. Okay, cool. 2021. Messi did not have, I don't care what anyone says, Messi's first season in PSG, he did not have a good season. He did not have a bad season, but he did not have anything. Excuse me. He did not have anything 
special. There was nothing special about Messi's first season at PSG. He had, a, I think, around 10, 13 goals. And he didn't, like, there, there was nothing that he did at PSG until maybe their last two seasons, especially their, their last one, where Messi did something just out of this world. And because he won the Copa America, and for those who don't know, the the gold the gold cup is the one for CONCACAF teams, which means North American teams plus the Caribbean plus Central America. The the Copa America the the what do what do you call that in what is the cup the the cup of America what like what Copa America yeah I guess, I guess the you know the gold cup makes sense you know Copa Oro. Copa America. I guess, I guess that's what it's gonna be called. Yeah. So um the cup the uh the, the Copa America. Messi won that. And, and that was his first big international trophy. And let let me remind you that that year that tournament was a joke. Does anyone wanna know why that tournament was a joke? That that tournament was a joke because they didn't have 12 teams, so they did two groups of five. Hear me out, hear me out. Two groups of five where only last place got eliminated from the next round. That's how much of a joke that tournament was. At the very least, uh, Copa Oro, Gold Cup, 16-team tournament, 16 teams. And you have, I think, usually an invite to, like, from a country in South America or, if not, a country in the Middle East to, you know, even out those numbers. But I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it doesn't sit well with me that he won, you know. I, it doesn't sit well with me that he, he won that off of you know the world cup though messi had a great world cup that is not to take away from his world cup dominance he 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 is single-handedly the reason that that team even won my light going off uh that team even made it to the finals let alone won the world cup but i just don't think he did enough to deserve that this ballon d'or but it is what it is. The voters wanted him to win, and he won him. Uh, this is another reason why I've been tested as a sports fan this week, because he has surpassed uh, Cristiano Ronaldo for most awards in football history. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go cry. And last, uh, not... You know, not last but not least, but the one before the last, the penultimate story. Uh, Steph, Stephen Curry breaks Ray Allen's three-point record. This is, I think, probably one of the most notable things that happened this week because Stephen Curry has changed the game of basketball. If you watch an NBA game, even... From to, from like anywhere from where NBA started to like 2012, 2013. No, nah, even like 20. I honestly believe to like 2015 when they won the championship. Maybe the year before. 
So maybe we'll say from the beginning of of of, pro, of NBA to 2014, you can tell that game was played a specific way, center center dominant, and Stephen Curry truly changed the game. Now every big man is expected to shoot, and if you're a big man that can't shoot, you're immediately labeled as inefficient. To get to get to where we were back to though. 2,973 was the number of three-pointers Ray Allen hit in his career. Stephen Curry has broken that record, and he's not close to finishing yet. He still has a he still has a good amount of years left in his career, and that's it's it just amazing me it amazes me how good that this guy is for a dude who was seen as you know smaller than average. And his solution to that was, well, I'm going to just shoot over these guys. If I can't get in there, if I can't get into the to the hole, into the basket, I'm going to shoot over these guys. And he's made a career, an identity, you should say, doing this. Like, this is what he does. People are not understanding. This is what Steph Curry does. He does this stuff. He cha- he's changed the whole game. Our next story and our story after that, our bonus, our little bonus story, shows you how much he has changed the game. But yeah, Stephen Curry, uh, uh, Golden State Warriors lifer, three point specialist, NBA superstar, and what four time NBA champion, and he's not done. He's not done. On to our last story. Victor Wembenyama. Victor Wembenyama has had probably the best week so far. Minus like LeBron and stuff probably. But I wasn't really, you know, I I was just born. I was born like the year before LeBron. It's rookie year. So Victor Wembenyama to me has had the best rookie year I have seen. Start to a rookie year I have seen so far. Victor Wembenyama. Keeps the game. Had a shaky game against the Mavs. That's true. Beats the Rockets in overtime. And he took over in overtime. Beats the Suns. And then beats the Suns again in a second game in a row. And need I remind you. Suns have Bradley Beal. Suns have Kevin Durant. Suns have Devin Booker. That team is superstars, and he puts the team on his back. The Spurs were one of the worst teams, and years before our last season where we played terribly, years before that, we were stuck in mediocrity. I'm a Spurs fan, that's why I'm saying we, but we were stuck in mediocrity. We were stuck around the 38 to 41 games won. Trying to win a plan and failing to win a plan. That's every year for I think about three ish years we got to a plan tournament. Minus I think COVID and last season. Maybe not three two. <laughs> Maps. Yeah, no, but two two seasons. And we couldn't get it done. We we could we couldn't get it done. You know, we finally had the uh 
the good old tank. And it got us Victor Wembenyama. And Victor is one of those guys that he's not gonna He's 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 loyal to the Spurs. He looks like he looks at least for right now, he looks really loyal to the Spurs. So, you know, his debut week to do what he's been doing, obviously I think it's a little early, but if he keeps up what he does, you're looking at rookie of the year. And heck, you're you may see the Spurs in the playoffs if if this goes how it's supposed to. Um, and then our last little bonus story, the NBA in-season tournament, I think, starts tonight. It's an interesting concept. I don't really like it because I just don't think the players care. I do like an in-season tournament. I love, I love watching European football and they always have an in-season tournament. Um, but the players just don't care. And I honestly would argue that. Let's say, cause, cause, I think an argument has been, and I have made this argument before until I kind of thought it over, but I have made the argument that an in-season tournament um, isn't enticing because the players don't see it as interesting. Um, and some people have said, like I have said, that if the in-season tournament happened earlier, like if the in-season tournament was announced in the 90s or the 2000s, it would matter. But the issue is this league, I love it. I love if I love players being able to speak their mind. But this league is so pro player to where it's a bit of a detriment because these guys just don't want to heck, these guys were whining. And again, like I hate how that sounds, but they don't even want to play sixty five games to to, you know. In a season, because and some people say, well, the 82 games is just too many games. And if there was 60 games, players would argue to only play 45. <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't know. But I think an in-season tournament should spice things up. Maybe <laughs> I know I know what the one thing I do understand I, I I know they're they're split into like certain pods and things like that but the the main thing I do understand is that they are split the games that are being used for the in season tournament still count as regular season games and then there's like a cash prize too but like I just I don't get it. I, I I'll be honest. I don't get it. I don't get how this cash prize, what like these guys make millions. Don't get me wrong. They're not gonna hate the opportunity to make. I think it was like three hundred k or something more, or a million more. I don't know what the or I think it was like five hundred or something like that. But like, who does that really impact? That impacts like you know number twelve through fifteen on the bench. That that those are the guys that okay I can see them wanting it. But I don't, I don't see, but players will play because they, like I said, they've made it into 10 seasons. Those games count as regular season games still. So it's just kind of, you know, playing around with the calendar. Um, but yeah, the in-season tournament will start. Um, we'll see to what success. I've honestly have said that this season, this tournament will be here for about like four or five years. 
because they don't want to be stubborn. Either that or to the next CBA, to the next CBA probably. And it'll be there for for that. And I think it'll be gone after so after that. So that's just my two cents. So that's just my two cents. You know how to listen to me. You know how to listen to me. But yeah. Anyways, that has been. I think that's that's a good way to stop. That has been. The Let's Do Sports Top 5 Roundup. I'm JJ Rivera. I hope you guys have a great day. And see you guys next time.